Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name is Marion Rose, PhD, and in today's podcast I want to talk to you about psychospiritual entrepreneurship. So what is psychospiritual entrepreneurship? Well, it's really based on the idea, and you probably would imagine that given the two words, the two kind of parts of the word psychospiritual, psycho, psyche, and spiritual. So the idea in this paradigm is that each of us is a unique soul, a unique divine being. And that when we come into the world, how we're responded to, and that interaction between who we really are and how we're responded to becomes our personality, which is basically who we believe ourselves to be. And really the core beliefs that we have, the, the core experiences that we have. So what happens is the greater the concordance between who we really are and who we believe ourselves to be, the, the easier it is to share our gifts in the world because we'll, have, we'll know who we really are. So let's rewind a little bit. What are the kinds of things that parents can do, for example, to help their child's personality be a more accurate reflection of their soul? Well, the more we see a child and their uniqueness, rather the less we see through our own lens of our own personality, our own hurts, our own needs, our own preferences, our own callings, and the more we're really able to see them, which means really seeing right from the beginning their preferences, their interests, their, their callings, the things that they're interested in, the more we're able to listen to those, to see those, and to support and encourage those, and to really see them and celebrate them as they shine, as they be who they really are, as they express themselves in the world. That really helps them continue to follow that. They continue to follow those, what I call divine downloads. Ah, and you may see that in a child. They may start off being really fascinated by wheels, and then later on they become fascinated in bikes, and they want to ride bikes all the time. And then later on they may become, um, they may collect toy cars, and then you know, their passion may be for designing cars or building cars or fixing cars. You know, often you'll see that interest that runs through a person's life. But what else happens is that personality gets formed from also the ways in which we're not seen, in the ways in which our interests aren't seen and supported. So, for example, I'm sure you've all heard of someone who wants to be an artist, for example, but their parents are maybe medics and they they really don't get any choice. So they're kind of forced, really coerced, to become medics as well. And, and later in life, they'll often have a, a kind of midlife crisis because the soul keeps on calling us forwards. Our uniqueness, our unique gifts, our unique interests and passions and preferences that make us uniquely us will keep on inviting us and calling us. And what often happens is, is as we get those callings, the places where there is a discordance between who we really are, our soul, and who we've come to believe ourselves to be, our personality, 
there, there's kind of like a, almost a rubbing up against those two, where, the, where there's discordance. And that might be where, we've, where we did stand up and sing in front of the school and were laughed at or judged. So those painful experiences will come up. We may feel scared then of that we're going to be shamed or judged because what we're afraid of has already happened. So what's basically happening is as we experience a fear, is it something from the past coming up to be heard and healed? And if we're able to see that invitation, ah, here's this experience I had when I was five coming up to be heard and healed, we can listen to that five-year-old us, that passion that we had, we wanted to wanted to stand up and dance or sing or play the trombone and perhaps not a five but maybe and you know this was what happened to us and we get to hear those feelings and we get to have a reparative experience so we get to give that little inner five-year-old us what we didn't get then and what happens then is then that five-year-old self gets brought into the um, fold of our personality. So our personality starts to change its shape and its form to become a more accurate reflection of who we really are. So when you're called forward, anything that's showing up that is like second-guessing or self-judgment or fear or big, big, big feelings, usually kind of fearful type feelings that show up or apparently things from the external world that apparently stop you from doing what you want to be doing or um, procrastination in inverted commas because for me that's always protection. These are par for the course on, in a psycho-spiritual entrepreneurship way of looking at things. This is, this is all it's showing up is in all those things is, aha, here's a discordance between my soul, who I really am, and my personality, who I came to believe myself to be. Here is an opportunity for healing. Here is an opportunity for me to hear that little part of me or shift that way of thinking, to become a compassionate supporter of my interests and passions and callings, to encourage myself, to support myself, to, to create a new internal dialogue that replaces the old harsh judgmental second-guessing one, to become an inner dialogue that's full of self-trust, compassion, listening, celebration, support, encouragement, so that we increasingly become who we really are. We increasingly trust the divine downloads that come uniquely to us, that calling to write that book or to open that business or to, to write that blog or to set up that website or to go and work, do the volunteering with the homeless or to plant trees in Africa or whatever it is that we increasingly trust those callings. We're increasingly free to be willing to say yes to the calling of our soul. We're, and we're increasingly developing a personality that is capable of doing that because of the healing, because of the shifting, because of the, the co-creating that we're doing. This can totally transform our journey rather than thinking, oh, I shouldn't be having this fear, I shouldn't be having this doubt, and perhaps forcing yourself through that something or 
coercing yourself past those things or on the other hand saying oh well maybe it's not meant to be and I'm not going to do it or just not doing what you've been called to do both of those things can lead to really really painful repercussions whereas when we see that these things are showing up not because there's something wrong with us but because this is the calling of our soul this is our personality showing up so that those pieces of discordance can be seen and released and we can develop a personality that really is a reflection of who we really are that is a personality that has the skills the internal self-dialogue and the capacity to actually act on the divine downloads that we receive so we increasingly are in the flow because we're able to say yes ah here's the download yes I am willing to act on that yes I am willing to take these steps Yes, I am willing to write the book, set up the business, do whatever it is. I am absolutely willing. We increasingly are able to act from that I am, that I am. And from a psycho-spiritual perspective, we are love and will. We are love and willingness. We increasingly are able to, to act on what we love, act from a place of love, take action and love it. All those lovingness and willingness combinations that feel so wonderful. So if this approach appeals to you, I have some articles about it on my website marionrose.net. I have a couple of courses. I have a, a free course, uh, The Willingness Practice for Entrepreneurs. I have the Inner Loving Presence Process for Entrepreneurs and I have Respond Lovingly to Your Calling. So all of these are ways of working with this paradigm. And they, those two bigger courses, they include four basic pillars. And those are the Inner Loving Crew Practice, which is where we increasingly develop this Inner Loving Crew that are empathic, compassionate, supportive, encouraging. So if we share something and it doesn't get as much support or appreciation as we like, would like, we have our inner loving crew to give that to us. So that's the inner loving crew practice. There's also the inner loving presence process, which is where when those big feelings show up, I'm scared, I'm really terrified to stand up on stage. We get to trace that back and to go back and to hear it and heal those original experiences of when we were five or ten or seven or three. That's the inner loving presence process. There's also the willingness practice which is a profound practice where we can both really become deeply and truly and authentically willing to do, be and have what we're here to do, be and have. And when things show up that are not in repeatedly not what we want to do have or be that we're able to see what that's showing up in terms of our willingness and find that willingness so that increasingly life is free to support us because life with a capital L which you may call the universe or whatever you call it responds to our willingness that's how we converse with life so life responds to our willingness it's our life force it's our it's uh, energetic 
field that we put out into the world. And then the fourth piece, which is life's response to that, and that is the messages from life. So that's the way that life responds back to us, the, the messages, the number plates, the posters, the, the clear messages that life is continually giving us as we take that next step on our soul's journey. So there are the, these four pieces which are all about developing this personality that is compassionate and supportive and encouraging and increasingly feeling a, a deep and meaningful connection with the more, with life, with this sense of purpose and meaning and deep interconnectedness. So if you're interested in any of those, they're also all on my marionrose.net website. You can find links to all of those from there. And whether or not you're interested in any of those, what I want to encourage you or invite you really to do is to listen to that calling of your soul and to see when any of the second guessing shows up or the judgments or the fears that those are parts of your personality that are that are calling for some attention so that those can be heard and shifted and healed so that you can keep on going sharing the unique gifts that only you have so that you can increasingly become who you really are and do what you're here to do. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to talking to you in another podcast.